Hello everyone and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Life Transformational Self-Help. I am your host, Wilhelmina, and my new topics of discussion are coming from my books that I've been writing over the years, Signs of Having Demonic Spirits Riding Your Back, and also there will be episodes presented which aren't a part of this book as the Holy Spirit leads me to speak. And coming soon, there will be some seasons dedicated to serving our children through my Bible Explorations for Children. Well, we are four months into 2021. Happy New Year to all my first time and current Life Transformational Self-Help listeners. I will be starting all episodes for 2021 with the covering through prayer for all my listeners. Father God, in the name of Jesus, let thy will be done in every life who are listening in on all platforms of the Life Transformational Self-Help Publishing. As we begin this year, forgive every one of their sins and pour out your spirit upon their lives, causing the eyes of their hearts to be open and active to the hearing of your voice and in fulfilling your will, preparing and establishing them to expect a prosperous, greater outcome than what they have perceived in their past. Teach every listener your ways of thinking so that everything they say or do will be the manifestations of your hopes, dreams, and promises through your will and not their own. Change the perceptions of how they have once thought and bring it into reality of prosperity through guiding them into living every day in the now because it is in the now that you are moving. Father God, thank you. In your son Jesus' name, amen. Today's topic is single women and ladies. Study Genesis 24 to see if what he presents is truly from God. Hello ladies, I hope you're having a blessed and wonderful day, afternoon or evening. I would like to share with you a conversation that I was having with another single woman while riding public transportation. Per our discussion about whether a woman should or shouldn't be chasing after a man. In this discussion, I was explaining to her how important it is for a woman to not pursue the man and that the woman's part is for her to cultivate her mind and allow him to pursue her. Then, her very words were, oh, I love chasing after them. That was the fun of it all. And that's not true if you're chasing the right one. So this is what I said to her. The reason so many women end up in bad relationships is because they are chasing after worthlessness. Men who produce disrespect and dishonoring our purity as a sacrifice for casualties, liabilities, and meaningless relationships, which stunts our prosperity. Have you ever thought about why that relationship didn't work out or is it working out for you? 
You weren't made for wasting time on these kind of relationships because they go against the principles that God has planned for your life, which is a life full of love, joy, peace, and prosperity. And this was the end of our conversation because it was time for me to exit off the bus. Our Heavenly Father knows what's best for us and has the perfect match for each of our destinies. If you have noticed, I said destinies because you will be sharing destinies together with that person. If you are not getting what you and God believe you deserve, then it's because you're not waiting for the destiny God promised you and you are settling for less than what God believes is best for you. Meaning that on a scale of zero to 10, you have lowered your standards from respectful to mediocre, to liabilities or casualties and allowing them to invite themselves in to destroy your self-respect, integrity, and character. Self-respect and character goes together. You may be asking, how is this so? How you present yourself to a man determines the type of respect you will receive from him. Chasing after him gives them the sense that your character is that you're easy to get, you're desperate, you're a damsel in distress, and naive. Young ladies, real men are looking for a woman who is on reserve, not sleeping around, and who is cultivating her mind for their appointed destiny, meaning she is preparing herself to intercept with her God-given destiny, just as in algebra, the line of a slope intercepts at some point. Real men are seeking a relationship of value with purpose, a lifetime of longevity with someone who is worthy of his love and trust. What God desires for us supersedes our expectations of what we may be desiring in the physical. Ladies, understand that God's plan were that man be in search to find his bride and not the woman seeking to find a husband. Women and young ladies, when you are seeking, you will find all kinds of unwanted hurt, heartache, and pain that you didn't expect to receive, which is a setback or delay for reaching your true destiny. It is a bluff, a lie from the devil that this is where your happiness lies and it's a fall for mercy and grace. This is where sin enters onto the scene. Going back to what I mean about cultivating your mind, you ought to pursue being in the presence of God so that you will clearly hear his voice speaking to you as well as to your destiny about your connecting intercept points and being pursued of fulfilling the will of God so that you will no longer be chasing after meaningless, but instead you would embark upon God's meaningfulness. Understand that the enemy offers you a lifetime of unhappiness, heartache and pain, liabilities and casualties, and a life of meaningless, but with God there are no heartaches and pain, liabilities, casualties, and life that is meaningless because it comes from having great joy of being in his presence. 
Don't allow the enemy to put you on a cooker pressure by pressuring you into something that's nothing and into a destiny that is not willing to wait until God confirms his chosen destiny. You could be on point about who is chosen for you, but you could also be ahead of the appointed time for your destiny to cross the path, causing you a disruption in pinpointing the exact time and so you end up linking with it at a point in time which that person's lifetime isn't matching up with the promises God has promised you. This is the time when you are not to make a move in pursuing a relationship with him, but become watchful and prayerful so that you are moving when God speaks a confirmation of yes. Ladies, make sure you are hearing the voice of God and keep in mind that when he confirms it, it would be confirmed not only to him, but to you also. So don't find yourself putting the horse before the cart or milking the cow without purchasing first, meaning to put a ring on it and seal the deal. If he is seriously interested in you, then he will seal it with a wedding ring and on your wedding night, connect with you in intimacy and not before that appointed time. A lesson to learn, women and young ladies, is that once we find what we think is the right decision, always has repercussions following, and one of them is that once you give yourself to a man outside of a marriage, that man loses all self-respect for you. He may be expressing it verbally, physically, emotionally, and let's not forget sexually. Also, if you've already or is already giving him your purity you've fallen for the bluff or the smoke screen performed by the devil i've been there before meaning i fell for the lies and experienced the repercussions your performance in getting his attention is right on point for him to rob you of your integrity morals and values and self-respect just picture your life on stage and you're trying to put in your best performance and the enemy is putting on his best performance and getting you to become putty in his hands. Just so you'll say, yes, okay, let's do this. And now you've fallen into the trap. He has planned to keep you for a lifetime of discomfort, dis-ease, things causing you to not function properly. Where there is disrespect, there is disconnect. Seeing how a man sees you when he first laid his eyes on you is no longer how he views you after he has gotten you. I'm not saying that all men are like this, but that the majority of them think this way. And when you are picking from a barrel of apples or oranges, you have no idea what you are getting. They may appear to be the one and you don't realize it until their true character is revealed. That is why it is important to not go chasing after or searching for happiness because happiness could only go so far. Allowing God to seek out and find your destiny is the wisest decision that women and young ladies could make. Scripture mentions that he who findeth a wife findeth a good thing, and not a woman who findeth a husband findeth a good thing. But there is a reason why this isn't written in Scripture. Speaking of a woman 
who'll find it a husband. I haven't seen one Bible scripture which speaks on a woman seeking for a husband. From what I know, the women were chosen by a man seeking a significant other with an engagement. Let's take a good look at what this scripture is talking about. Genesis chapter 24 gives a clear picture of how and who would be in pursuit of marriage. In this story, Abraham is very old and is preparing to send his eldest and wisest servant out to find a bride for his son Isaac in his kindred country. Before he sends him out, he makes his servant vow that he would make sure Isaac marries no one of the Canaanites amongst whom he dwell. Using the wisdom of God, the servant goes out to seek out the wife God has ordained for Isaac, but when he leaves, he takes with him gifts as an offering. And the servant took ten camels of the camels of his master and departed, for all the goods of his master were in his hand. And he arose and went to Mesopotamia unto the city of Nahor. Genesis 24 verse 10 And was further instructed, And if the woman will not be willing to follow thee, then thou shalt be clear from this my oath. Only bring not my son thither again. And the servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham his master and swear to him concerning that matter. This is found in Genesis chapter 24, verse 8 through 9. And he said, O Lord God of my master Abraham, I pray thee, send me good speed this day and show kindness unto my master Abraham. Behold, I stand here by the well of water, and the daughters of the men of the city come out to draw water, and let it come to pass that the damsel to whom I shall say, Let down thy pitcher, I pray thee, that I may drink, and she shall say, Drink, and I will give thy camels drink also. Let the same be she that thou hast appointed for thy servant Isaac, and thereby shall I know that thou hast showed kindness unto my master. And it came to pass, before he had done speaking, that, behold, Rebekah came out, who was born to Bethuel, son of Melchah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, with her pitcher upon her shoulder. And the damsel was very fair to look upon, a virgin, neither had any man known her. And she went down to the well and filled her pitcher and came up. And the servant ran to meet her and said, Let me, I pray thee, drink a little water of thy pitcher. And she said, Drink, my lord. And she hasted and let down her pitcher upon her hand and gave him drink. And when she had gone, done giving him drink, she said, I will draw water for thy camels also until they have done drinking. And she hasted and emptied her pitcher into the trough and ran again unto the well to draw water and drew for all his camels. And the man wondered at her held his peace to wit whether the Lord had made his journey prosperous or not. And it came to pass as the camels had done drinking that the man took a golden earring of half a shekel weight and two bracelets for her hands of ten shekels weight of gold 
and said, Whose daughter art thou? Tell me, I pray thee, is there room in thy father's house for us to lodge in? And she said unto him, I am the daughter of Bethel, the son of Machon, which she bare unto Nahar. She said moreover unto him, We have both straw and provender enough and room to lodge in. And the man bowed down his head and worshipped the Lord. And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of my master Abraham, who have not left destitute my master of his mercy and his truth. I being in the way, the Lord led me to the house of my master's brethren. And the damsel ran and told them of her mother's house these things. And Rebekah had a brother, and his name was Laban. And Laban ran out unto the man, unto the well. And it came to pass, when he saw the earring and bracelets upon his sister's hands, and when he heard the words of Rebekah, his sister, saying, Thus spake the man unto me, that he came unto the man, and behold, he stood by the camels at the well. And he said, Come in, thou blessed of the Lord, wherefore standest thou without? For I have prepared the house and room for the camels. And the man came into the house, and he ungirded his camels, and gave straw and provender for the camels and water to wash his feet, and the men's feet that were with him. And there was set meat before him to eat. But he said, I will not eat until I have told mine errand. And he said, Speak on. And he said, I am Abraham's servant, and the Lord hath blessed my master greatly, and he is become great, and he hath given him flocks and herds, and silver and gold, and men servants, and maid servants, and camels and asses. And Sarah, my master's wife, bare a son to my master when she was old, and unto him hath he given all that he hath. And my master made me swear, saying, Thou shalt not take a wife to my son of the daughters of the Canaanites, in whose land I dwell. But thou shalt go unto my father's house, and to my kindred, and take a wife unto my son. And I said unto my master, Her adventure the woman will not follow me. And he said unto me, The Lord before whom I walk will send his angel with thee, and prosper thy way. And thou shalt take a wife for my son of my kindred, and of my father's house. Then shalt thou be clear from this my oath, when thou comest to my kindred. And if they give not thee one, thou shalt be clear from my oath. And I came this day unto the well, and said, O Lord God, of my master Abraham, if now thou do prosper my way, which I go, behold, I stand by the well of water, and it shall come to pass, that when the virgin cometh forth to draw water, and I say to her, Give me, I pray thee, a little water of thy pitcher to drink. And she say to me, Both drink thou, and I will also draw for thy camels. Let the same be the woman whom the Lord hath appointed out for my master's son. And before I had done speaking in mine heart, behold, Rebekah came forth with her pitcher on her shoulder, 
and she went down unto the well and drew water and i said unto her let me drink i pray thee and she made haste and let down her pitcher from her shoulder and said drink and i will give thy camels drink also so i drank and she made the camels drink also and i asked her and said whose daughter art thou and she said the daughter of bethel nay her son whom malchus bare unto him and i put the earring upon her face and the braces upon her hands and i bowed down my head and worshiped the lord and blessed the lord god of my master abraham which had led me in the right way to take my master's brother's daughter unto his son and now if you will deal kindly and truly with my master tell me and if not tell me that i may turn to the right hand or to the left then laban and bethel answered and said the thing proceeded from the lord we cannot speak unto thee bad or good behold rebecca is before thee Take her and go, and let her be thy master's son's wife, as the Lord hath spoken. And it came to pass that when Abraham's servant heard their words, he worshipped the Lord, bowing himself to the earth. And they did eat and drink, he and the men that were with him, and tarried all night. And they rose up in the morning, and he said, Send me away unto my master. And her brother and her mother said, Let the damsel abide with us a few days at the least after that she shall go and he said unto them hinder me not seeing the Lord hath prospered my way send me away that I may go to my master and they said we will call the damsel and inquire at her mouth and they called Rebecca and said unto her wilt thou go with this man and she said I will go and they sent away Rebecca their sister and her nurse and Abraham's servant and his men and they blessed Rebekah and said unto her, Thou art our sister, be thou the mother of thousands of millions, and let thy seed possess the gate of those which hate them. And Rebekah arose and her damsels, and they rode upon the camels and followed the men. And the servant took Rebekah and went his way. And Isaac came from the way of the well, Lehiroi, for he dwelt in the south country. And Isaac went out to meditate in the field at the eventide. And he lifted up his eyes and saw, and behold, the camels were coming. And Rebekah lifted up her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she lighted off the camel. For she had said unto the servant, What man is this that walketh in the field to meet us? And the servant had said, It is my master. Therefore she took a veil and covered herself. And the servant told Isaac all things that he had done. And Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent and took Rebekah. And she became his wife. And he loved her. And Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. This scripture is found in Genesis 24 and is verses 12 through 52 and 54 through 67. Women, ladies, as you can see from how the story goes and its joyous conclusion of what has become their beginning, a thought to ponder. 
Don't settle for anything less than what God has for you and make sure he matches up with every detail of what God has promised. And last, make sure that God is communicating not only this to him, that you're the chosen one, but that God reveals it to you also. Keep yourself open and active to listening and hearing no other voice but God's voice because the enemy is good with showing you your heart's desire to make it seem as though it is the real deal and in disguising or mimicking the voice of God. But keeping watch and don't move until God clearly says move, even if he is the one. Allow God to complete his work in him and for God's timing. Now is the time for self-reflection. Think about how your life is today. Does it possess a distorted illusion of what is to become of your hopes and dreams? If you are living in any of these types of situations, shacked up or common law marriage, in a lustful situation, fornication, homosexuality, adultery, and or spiritual adultery. These are signs of having demonic spirits riding your back and the shaping of your reality of who you are has been distorted and has produced negative side effects to your life. The only way of eliminating the negative side effects are to change your destiny by changing your thinking to God's way of thinking and receiving the Holy Spirit. We are going to start out with a prayer of confession of faith. Could you speak this with me? Heavenly Father, forgive me of my sins. I believe that Jesus died and rose on the third day just for me. I'm asking you to come into my life and direct my path towards your righteousness. My hopes and dreams are in you. You, Father God, are the source and the only source for making my hopes, dreams, visions, and destiny a reality. It is according to my perceptions of who you are that I may increase. In you, I have my being, and without you, I could do nothing. Father God, I surrender every area of my life to you, now and forever, in Jesus' name. Amen. Now that you have prayed this prayer of belief in Jesus, it is only the beginning of what's to be completed. It's necessary that you be water baptized, which is the outward symbol that you have died to your old life and is brought up in the newness of Christ, and you must receive the Holy Spirit. For by one Spirit are we all baptized in one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bound or free, and have been all made to drink into one Spirit. This is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13. The Holy Spirit is our only way of escaping and having liberty, freedom, and peace of mind for temporarily living in this world. If you are unsure or straddling the fence about which way to go, now is the time to reflect on what your future would look like because of the choices and decisions you make today. This is not a time for you to turn your back on God but an opportunity to receive him while he's near you may be wondering when will the right time be to receive the Holy Spirit now is your appointed time because you're listening in on this podcast episode it's not by coincidence that you are here it's because God 
sent you here. Choose ye today whom you will serve. Will it be God or will it be man? Meaning, will it be the God or will it be the world? And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. This is found in the book of Joshua, chapter 24, verse 15. Honestly speaking, it's time to remove your hands from the fence and step out with trusting God 100%. If you choose not to do so, it is one way of you saying, I'm going to keep one foot in heaven and the other in hell. Just in case I miss out on my opportunity for God to prosper me. You are accountable for the choices you make, whether it has been in the past or present, and you have no one to blame for that choice but yourself. So don't be deceived. This isn't possible for you to, to be in two places at one time. Only God is omniscient who can do that. So stop allowing the enemy to feed you his lies. Just in case you didn't know, he is the father of lies and you can't serve God and man. I mean, you can't serve God, do things for God, and, and live like the world. You can't worship two gods at the same time. Loving one God, you'll end up hating the other. Adoration of one feeds contempt for the other. You can't worship God and money both. This is found in the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 24. This is in the Messenger Bible. But choose wisely because that day you choose to step back into sin or turn your back on God could become the darkest day of your life and cost you eternity in heaven. A real reality of this then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the spirit shall return unto God who gave it. The scripture is found in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 7. Your body returns to the earth from which it came, and your spirit will be returned to God. And there will your spirit stand before God waiting for the judgment. What was done in this life? If you grasp onto this concept, you will have an understanding of which direction you should go in this life. Also, remember that your choices define where your destiny lies. And to choose sin is to step out of alignment headed towards death. And it is choosing to die, not only physically, mentally, emotionally, but also spiritually. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. This is found in the book of Romans, chapter 6, verse 23. The choices you make today will have a positive or negative outcome on your purpose, and it changes the blueprint of your destiny. The most important decision that you can make for yourself today is to renew your mind, change your mind, and head towards God. And... You need to have a transplant or a new heart transplant. I'm not talking about a physical transplant, 
transplant, a heart, a physical heart transplant. I'm talking about a spiritual. Because our spirit is the heart of who we are. Your new heart is the connection to being ready for the rapture and you can't leave this earth without it. Or you will find yourself in a place unwanted or a place of uncertainty. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. This is found in the book of John, chapter 3, verse 5. This is um, a time when Jesus and Nicodemus was talking because Nicodemus was curious about um, how um, how can you get this this new life that's you know so pleasing, like a paradise. So Nicodemus wanted needed an understanding, and this is what um, Jesus has spoke to him that you must be born of the water and of the spirit. And in order to enter into this new place, this place that that has all these things where you don't have any cares or anything, that is just it's just free. So it's time to receive your transplant today, so you can stay connected to your true destiny, which is heaven bound. Be prepared to leave and stay erect. I mean, to stand firm on God's word and going straight ahead. Um, and being watchful and staying connected to the main source, which is God, is the main source. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire and it sat upon each of them and they were all filled with the holy ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance this is found in the book of acts chapter 2 verse 1 through 4. in other words completing the equation believing plus water baptism plus receiving the holy spirit would be the compass which continuously keeps us in position for reaching our heaven-bound destiny. In whom ye also trusted after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance unto the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. This is found in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13 through 14. Jesus is the only connection to eternal life. Your new heart helping you in making the rapture and getting you into heaven. You may wonder if it really takes all of this to wake up smiling with great joy and knowing you're free. Yes, it does take 100% of your dedication and prayer and participation for establishing your mood every day and being in the presence of God. I promise you will not be disappointed. Our connection to God is through prayer and the Holy Spirit. Humans are a spirit housed in a body. Yes, the body you are possessing is a temporary housing, which means it is loaned out to you. 
because earth is not your home and it doesn't make us who we are but transport us from point a to point b when we choose to live for god our spirit connects with the holy spirit and the holy spirit guides or instructs us on how to fulfill the plan that god has for our lives receiving the holy spirit provides wisdom it becomes your guide the help in your times of need it will be a compass for you when you can't see your way he is the key for you being kept your strength and sustainability in times of uncertainty such as we are going through today with this pandemic for those of you who believe in jesus and are living the christian life believing and walking the life does you no service if you're walking around without the holy spirit residing in you without the holy spirit you are just a vessel without any power and a prey for our adversary the devil if you are already saved but haven't been filled with the holy spirit or haven't gotten an opportunity to know jesus on a personal level this invitation is extended to you so that you could experience a spectacular celebration into living beyond what you could ever think, dream, or ask. With God, is life without limits. Now that you have some clarity about how the Holy Spirit operates and its connections with us, this is your opportunity to receive everything God has predestined for your life. Open up and allow the Holy Spirit to fulfill your lifetime as promised. On your journey, to rediscovering what possibilities could become a reality, you may want to ponder upon building a personal relationship with God. As we are ending this episode, please adventure over to the YouTube channel and listen to a song titled The Invitation by Nicholas and the Old Apple Tree by Shirley Caesar to get a reflection of how it would be when you stand before God and His extended love for you when you decide to return from your backslidden state of mind. Also, could you have the heart to share these episodes with your friends and family? All you have to do is direct them to the Anchor.fm app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Breaker app, the Pocket Cast app, Overcast, Google Podcasts, and have them download or register to listen. If you are they would like to hear more episodes, please don't hesitate to click on the favorite, follow and or subscribe buttons located at the top right corner of the apps. You will receive notifications of new published episodes. Thank you. This concludes our episode for today. Thank you for listening. Your host, Wilhelmina. Have a blessed, prosperous, wonderful, and productive day.